0: for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology as always Episode 274 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening. We are in the Tech Guide theatre here at the Tech Guide headquarters. My name's Trevor Long from EFTM.com.au each and every week with Stephen Fenwick from TechGuide.com. G'day, mate. G'day, Trevor. What a Great start to the podcast, by the way. <laughs> uh, when I was driving here, I was thinking, okay, so it's about 8.30. I'll get there at 9.00. I'll probably we'll do, take an hour. I'll get home. I'll be home by 11.00. Stephen's then offered me... Bacon and <laughs> eggs for breakfast. I don't care what time I get home. I don't care. <laughs> I've had I've had the best breakfast I've had since I was last overseas because I always have a great breakfast when I'm in hotels. You go, Thank you,
1: mate. You're Were a good we, cook. We Yeah, we like to welcome our guests here in the Fenwick household. And well, I thought I've been here a few times. I, first I, time. Well, you've never been here. Breakfast time. <laughs> huh? Oh well, let's let's but, just
0: uh, make an announcement to our <laughs> listeners now. <laughs> Breaking news: the two blokes talking tech will now be published on a Thursday at lunchtime yeah, okay. every week.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. No, well, the. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't had my breakfast either, so I thought, you know, I couldn't eat. So what, I couldn't let you just watch me. You know, what yeah. you're saying is actually
0: you weren't being generous. You were just being – you didn't was, you didn't want to be poli- rude. You were polite. being polite, not Absolutely. really generous.
1: No, I was happy to cook your breakfast, mate. All good.
0: You did a great job. We are here to talk about the tech news of the week. Thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. Let's get cracking. Rightio. Well, we did do the smartphone palooza Last week, uh, episode two seventy three. Uh, but there are there's a bit of smartphone talk to we'll kick off with this week, and I think it's critical because today, the day that we're recording, um, is the day that two phones go on sale at Telstra stores and online. Uh, the Sony, which we talked a fair bit about last week, which we'll touch on again today, but critically, the Google Pixel. Now we've both been road testing the Google Pixel XL. Um, I was a bit disappointed. Did they gave didn't, you? Oh you know, well, I didn't you ask. the smaller one? Did you? I would have absolutely, because because yeah. as you mentioned quite clearly in your review, they're pretty much the same apart from the yeah. screen size, right? Performance, camera, and everything. Um, I, I just I do actually want to get hands on with it, so I'll probably now ask yeah. to swap it over and give the give the smaller one a go. The white one or the black one? No white. Oh, white one. Yeah. I wish I had <laughs> got like uh, stunning <laughs> blue or whatever it's called. No, no, it's, just bla- it's black and it's black and white, isn't yeah, it? No, no. But in in, in America they have got the blues oh, and everything. Right, so right. just to stick it to you, I would have liked to have got the <laughs> Yeah. The odd one out. You're already doing that with your iPhone 7 Plus. So <laughs> oh, yeah. this one here, the black one. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> um, what colour is your iPhone 7 Plus? Yeah, rose, gold. pink. Yeah, um, rose <laughs> so, Pixel on sale today. Uh, we both published our reviews yesterday. Let's let's talk about this phone. It, it's Hyped massively, massively yeah. hyped. Made by Google, phone by Google. Even the back of it says "Phone by Google, made yeah. in Taiwan." It doesn't well, mention another. Why,
1: why is do people think this is the first phone? That, like people are writing this. Even even tech other tech sites I are saying it. it's the first phone they've ever made. It's and they, but it's not like they set up a factory. It's still HTC yeah. making yeah, it.
0: Exactly. It's just that they've done a deal with the mobile phone company to make it as an OEM as opposed yeah. to
1: with their own brand. Now. Google's, well, they used to own Motorola. Remember that they made one of the previous ones, but that's they're gone.
0: Google's defense—that's actually a good point. Google's yeah. defense is that what they're saying is this is the first phone that they internally have designed and, and handed over the internal and software designs to. Yeah. I can't imagine they actually sat down and went, we want this circuit to sit here, we want this resistor here, and we want this capacitor there. I just don't believe that for a second. But they're trying to—they're trying to break new ground here. They're trying to say actually put all the stuff we've done before behind us. Yeah. This is the future of Google yeah. hardware. Now, to their bad. credit, yeah, yeah. they've done a great job, right? Yeah. Great job. Now, let's just talk negatives first. let Let's, You know what? Let's do negatives first yeah. so that we can get those out of the way. Sure. It is a very different design in terms of the back. like It's got this kind of half glass, half yeah, um, yeah. aluminium. It is, though, very thick. It's a big phone um, in, in thickness. But I think that's a good thing because it feels comfy in the hand. I, I see holding the Moto Z, for example, which is stupidly thin, without any of the cases on it, it yeah.
1: just feels a bit... Strange, good but strange. No, I think the design in mine is in my mind is not quite as doesn't have the same finish as an iPhone. Like you know that you pick up the iPhone and you think, "Whoa, this is good." And I don't know about the the two tone back panel. I like it. Yeah, it's not too bad. I think it's it's a bit grippier, sort of the top half there. I'd prefer the whole thing was that because yeah. it is slippy. The aluminium
0: phones are slippy in your hands. So yeah. that that um, shiny uh, glass-style service at the top would have been good all the way
1: down because th- then it would have been grippier. One of the reasons I think they kept that there, the that sort of smoother white or black, uh, same finish as the front of the phone at the, the top half of the rear panel is just so that it wouldn't look like an iPhone. If that was all the same, just aluminium, it would look like an iPhone. That's just a point of difference, I thought. And, of course, they've got the fingerprint reader on the back, which is yeah. a handy location.
0: Look, no, exter- no expandable storage is an issue for many. Yeah. Um, it's not an issue for me, but... In in the Android world, I think it's an issue because in in if you line up all the Android phones in the world, there's not many that don't have external storage. And you know Samsung
1: made that mistake and reverted back. So yeah. I would have thought you'd learn from Samsung. Here's my problem with that. Exactly right. I think if you wanna if you want to if this phone is playing in the same grade as an iPhone, you want to have as many points of difference as you can. A, an expandable memory would have been one of those. In a retail a, store, you iPhone wanna, doesn't have expandable.
0: You want you want to have quick fire top three reasons why this yeah. is better than an iPhone yeah. and expandable
1: storage. Sounds it actually doesn't matter, but it sounds to a consumer like yeah. a good thing. And, and even though you've got unlimited storage for your photos and videos, I wrote in my review. I said, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be great? Like it's got a great screen. Oh, it's AMOLED screen. It's beautiful screen. Wouldn't it be great if you just had a whole micro SD card full of your content? You can just pop it in and. Enjoyed on this nice big five and a half inch screen, but now you, you've got to load it through Google or otherwise. Not waterproof. Yeah, I'm, I'm again just like yeah. how do they I not see that We take that, that for granted now. I think uh, like if the iPhone's waterproof and water resistant, we should say uh, the Samsung's water resistant. You know, I, I thought that that would have really put this into another level if that had those features as well. The, the expandable memory, water resistant. Uh, yeah I think that there's that's two opportunities missed there I think I wrote in my it's sort of a couple of features short of a home run which is what what I said which are those two features well, I think
0: and let me be sure. clear I still gave it five stars I still think it's an excellent phone but it, it that's that's kind of credit to Google for what they've been able to produce, yep. but I still think there's a bunch of things that people need to be aware of. Now, well, price is something we both agree is, is an issue, but we'll talk about that later when we when we talk about the whole kind of segment. Yep. Um, negative Nelly wise, th- those are they're probably your top things. Yeah, Anything
1: yeah, else? That'd be that, That's that's it for me. There, there's plenty of positive features of the phone that I, I really like. If you want to start talking about them now, yes, uh, really. I think the. Um, you know the, the the cameras had a lot of attention, especially the DXO mark. And we talked rating. about that last week. Yeah, and, and and I tested it out, and and I got to say it is a good camera. Great camera. And the point I made in my review was that I don't think it's any better than the iPhone Seven Plus. I actually put, I took the exact photo with both devices, and uh, I think they're about on par. There's maybe the the Google sort of renders blues a little bit different to, to the to the iPhone and the greens, but. I think it's really subjective. I think they're about on par, the, the cameras, but it's still on its own uh, a, a really good camera. Yeah, it is. I think the camera camera is great. I have
0: got to say that they spent a lot of time talking about their knowledge graph, their their artificial intelligence, yeah. and that led to their Google Assistant. Yes. Got to say, I, uh, I was kind of negative about it at first because I'm like, what are you going to need that for? And also my first try with it, was kind of disappointing it's not like it was smart enough to read my emails or yeah. you know find me uh, a lot of stuff on the on the web it just sends me web links but then <clears throat> I started seeing its real advantage and my main thing is okay Google um, and it's not working <laughs> okay getting... Google sh- the this thing is able to do voice recognition and better it, than anything else I've ever done
1: and it has ex- said exactly that like mate I've never seen anything like it result. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: so, you know, the voice recognition here with me talking normally without slowing down my voice yeah, it's is up. ridiculous. Yeah, wow. It made one mistake that's there, absurd. right? There you go. I'm telling yeah. you, mate, Siri yeah. is slow. Siri yeah. is Siri is miles behind Google in I this think, sense. Uh, and it happens, this voice recognition happens on the phone, not in the cloud like oh, Siri because you hard. turn it in airplane yeah. mode, yeah. It, it can't get you the results, but it can listen to you. Uh,
1: and find your files and things like that. If well, you like. I, I don't know. I don't and know, know what it can do. And and things like that. Right, but, right. But the no, interesting is the actual
0: recognition of your voice. Is not sending an audio file off and sending it back. Yes. it's happening on the phone, man. It's good, really,
1: yeah, really I good. Think, I agree. I think Google Assistant is a is a real standout of the of the device. But uh, what I like is just how Android. It's just such an Android phone, and and that might sound funny, but um, there's no. There's no bloatware on it. It's really nicely, really smooth operating system. It's what, 7.01? It's, what, it's Nougat operating I think, system. I think that's it's what Google wants. Android you look experience. at the billboards, made by Google, phone by Google, all that kind of yeah. stuff. I think they're trying to
0: not stick the middle finger to, but they're trying to make a point to the other manufacturers, this is a good operating system. And actually, maybe they've got research that says that's where Android falls behind is because people are comparing iOS to Samsung's Android or iOS to HTC's Android or whatever. Mm. If every Android phone had vanilla, plain, simple Android, Mm. Android users would be incrementally happier.
1: I genuinely believe I that. I think this is the best version of Google. I think the, the – sorry, of Android. The The Android experience is – I haven't had a better one on a phone. It's And what I like are the, the little enhancements that have been introduced where you're on your home screen and if you just press on an icon, you've got these little yeah. tabs open up a little bit like the 3D Preston touch hold. on an iPhone. But here's,
0: and here's yeah. the great thing, what that proves to me. 3D touch, completely useless. Yeah. Like why do you create – Again, okay. Apple think just think through this, right? Why do you create a technology that that is so advanced that it obviously costs more too, that it it can test the sense, it can understand the pressure you're putting on the screen? Mm. When if you just had a tap and hold, yeah, it it does the same thing. So uh, Google's done with the same without the three D touch, touch technology, yeah, the same thing that Apple's done with yeah, three D touch.
1: Yeah, I, I think. Um no, you're right there. Oh, I quite like that feature. It's it's great for the sh- your shortcuts, mm. but I just the the whole the, the the feel of the phone. Like you can access your apps really easily, and everything's right there at your fingertips. I like the fact that you got your little Google draw that slides out to the top left corner yeah. there if you want to make a search. Uh, it, it's obviously Google have got all the keys. To Android, and they've yeah. they've unlocked all the doors and, and given well, us a full Android experience. I think what's interesting here, just
0: listening to you talk and kind of listening to myself back, is how much of this is just the new and clean version of Android yeah. that we're liking. If we put that <clears throat> onto a similarly specced uh, Sony or LG or Motorola, yeah. Would we love the phone as much? I think so. Well, like I, th- I think they've yeah, actually done a really good job would, with the operating system.
1: But I think the well, the advantage Google has here is similar to the advantage that Apple has. Apple make the yeah. operating system and the device. Here, well, Google technically made the device, but they've also come in from the operating system side as well. So it's it's they've they've done an iPhone with an Android phone. So if they've got the the software and hardware that they've created together.
0: So the difference, I think, with that argument, which is very, very true, I get it. But again, in a couple of months, you'll see a bunch of other phones looking exactly like that you know, Kogan can bring out a phone that looks like this with, you know, stock Android. Um, the difference is Apple's hardware to software relationship is much more intrinsic. It's much yeah. more linked. You think about the, um, the, the walled garden they put around things like security and, and fingerprints and they do a lot of work on the hardware that doesn't work without the software and the software doesn't work without the yeah, hardware, true. True. whereas Android works on a bunch of other devices yeah. and I haven't seen anything here that only would work because Google's made the phone.
1: Yeah, but I get the feeling that Google... Google want yeah. to achieve that. They want to try to have that kind of feel to their device that that they are more yeah. linked together. So it's it's like when Microsoft created the Surface yes. Pro. They've got it's their operating system on their device. It felt a little bit better. It felt a, a bit nicer. It felt a bit more bit, bit more you know real.
0: What? It wasn't until Microsoft did that that others learnt what it should look like. And that's just exactly what Google's doing here. They're trying to set the example for other phone oh, companies.
1: What about another positive oh, battery? My wow! Two things. Yeah.
0: This thing charges, fast charging, at a better rate than I've seen in most phones. Mm. And the, the critical thing, on any charger. Yeah. I plugged a Belkin USB-C cord into my USB PowerPoint. You know, you've got those yeah. as well. Yeah. And it fast charged. As well. Wow. Normally, you've got to plug it into some you know, yeah, fancy you have have the brick the, that the, came the with it. Car, no, mate. Yeah. You plug this thing anywhere and it's fast charging. It's cool. as, I think as long as it's getting 2 amp maybe. Yeah. Um, but essentially, it doesn't require the special power brick like the Oppo or the Huawei and those yeah, do. Yeah, the Sony so Apple. that blew my mind. But secondly, mate, I've got to be honest, and I will say this very clearly, best Smartphone battery I've used.
1: Yeah, I I uh, I agree there. It lasted, I think, uh, first time I got it out of the box, and I think it had about seventy percent charge in it. That lasted like twenty four hours. <laughs> that didn't even and longer. Well, I, I've had I've had a pretty crazy
0: week where I've done like literally, you know, early start through to the radio show. So I'm, I'm yeah. doing like a sixteen hour yeah. solid usage of the phone before I'm even thinking about chilling out. Yeah. Not that I'm working hard, let's be clear. I'm just, the, the day is long. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and I've got to that the end of that point. It, it's 20, 30% left. Yeah. I mean, I have that's not impressive. thought about charging my yeah, phone. Yeah, and that's that's, really that is to me what these phones should be. Now, if that's because it's a thick phone, bring on the thick phone,
1: yeah. right? So, what, what is the, I don't know, the, the
0: milliamp- XL has like a 3350 or something yeah. like that milliamp okay. hour, which is obviously big. Yeah.
1: So that's why I want to try the, so the standard I'll, Pixel as well, well. I think it goes back to what we were saying before about how they've made the hardware, they've made the software, and that efficiency is obviously shining through right. in the battery. Another good thing too is that if you want to fast charge 15 minutes, you get another seven hours of battery life, which is remarkable. True, if you're out, if you're just about to head out and you think, oh, God, I've hardly got any battery, stick it into the charger for 15 yeah. minutes, you've got seven hours. <clears throat> so look,
0: I, I think though the issue that we both have, not specifically with this phone but generally – and again, this hy- harps back to five years ago, probably when we were talking about tablets. This, is a, this phone is priced to the dollar, the same as the iPhone, which frustrates the hell out of me because I just yeah. think, who, who do you think you are? Why do you think you can just charge the same <laughs> as Apple? Like it's yeah. just you are Google. I get that. Google and Apple two enormous companies. But just because you're enormous and you've got the money, doesn't mean you can charge what they charge. Yeah. They, have, they have credibility. They have um, you know, a market that they're continuing. They can increment the price however they want because they've created demand. You want to create demand for this thing? Holy crap, if this thing was $799, and, or I yeah, said, I think we said last week, 899 yeah. is still bloody great value, it's $200 off. Absolutely right. And And our issue, and we talked about the Sony last week, and we talked about this pricing last week a bit as well, but... The bottom line is at 999 for the Sony Xperia XZ, for one oh seven nine to start in a Pixel, for 999 for the Moto Z, which is super thin but seriously, <laughs> chill yeah. out, people. It's not an, not an amazing phone. Well, uh, yeah. It just – I don't know why – and now I went in. I was at Chatswood the other day. My son was in some kind of uh, school choir performance. So we went to the Chatswood. So I had a bit of time. I, walked, I went to a couple of the Telstra stores, Telstra store, Vodafone store, and I did a bit of not secret shopping but, you know, asking questions. Two observations. Firstly, you go to um, Telstra store and they've got these tablets. They're actually services that you know you can touch screen and do things. So the, the I saw the Huawei P9. I thought, I'll have a look at this. And on the tablet, I went compare. So it gives you a list. I want to compare it to the Samsung. You cannot compare in a Telstra store an Android phone to an Apple phone. <laughs> they will not let you sit them side by side yeah, on a on a computer screen showing
1: the specs, right? That's ridiculous. So how's that an advantage or disadvantage yeah, I, for I, I any character? I think that's probably more from Apple's side than than. The, I get a feeling that that's probably one of the well, things that Apple maybe not have allowed them to do. Well, but, I just I just think that Telstra is crazy for accepting that,
0: given that well, it's on the internet everywhere. Standard, yeah. Secondly. I said to the bloke, I said, mate, okay, mate, I'm thinking ninety five dollar plan to contract, two year contract. I'd love a new phone. I said, what can I get? He goes, oh, well, you can get the um, the Samsung, you could get an iPhone. Um, he said, but I'd wait. I said, oh, you really? He goes, oh, a couple of days, right, mate. Yeah, <laughs> and I, Chester okay. was his name. Well done, Chester, Chester. at uh, Chatswood. Um, <laughs> Chester, Chatswood. I didn't think of that. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure that was his name tag so Anyway, anyway. He said, "Mate, there's a new Sony phone coming out, a new Google phone." I went, "Oh, okay, right." Mm-hmm. And then he he showed me the Huawei. He said that was the best camera on the market. And I, you know what? I was impressed. Be- not, so I'm he not, knew I'm his not stuff. saying, he I'm not saying stuff. I'm the expert. I'm just saying yeah, I do yeah. deal with this stuff. I think I know a little bit. Yeah. And he knew his stuff. He was yeah. good. So that gave me confidence. Okay. But then I said, "Radio, um, if I come back in three days, you got this Google thing, the Samsung, you got the Huawei, you got the Same. Apple, Sony. Yeah. What do I get?" He goes, "Probably still the Samsung."
1: Seriously? Yeah. The S7. Yeah.
0: Wow. So this <clears throat> is this is the challenge, right? Google, Sony, they've yeah. all got they've got to compete well, with think- that overarching
1: market share dominance. Well, He's like, here's what I think: I, I, the companies they price their devices how they perceive it should be in the market. So yeah. they, obviously, they're going to think their device is the best, and they want it to be priced accordingly. Sure. And but I think you, you take a look at the market now, and it's Apple and Samsung competing first and second, and it's really, let's be honest, it's really a battle for third. They're not going to Google's not going to overtake Apple overnight. Or Samsung, Sony, they're not going to go near them. So it's really a battle for third.
0: But you remember, and, and do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember our conversation with John Featherstone yeah, five remember. years yes, ago when he said they wanted, yeah, they, wanted three. Three? Yeah, they
1: wanted to be number three? They want to be number three, and I said, look, okay, well. So my opinion of this is that okay, you're positioning yourself in that same bracket. Uh, in the case of the Google pixel, you're going to see people compare it with an iPhone, the Samsung, iPhone's water resistant, the Google isn't, all these all these comparisons because before anyone's going to commit to a A, a two-year contract or B mm. over a thousand bucks, they've done their homework, they've probably read your review, my review. And listening to what we have well, to say. Well, that's the end. You've read mine and yours. That's it. Why that's would it, you read anything you mean, else? Absolutely. But l- let's talk about Are there others. This. I've just posted Wait, my sorry. Sony. Are there other people doing this? <laughs> yeah, I think there is. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I just posted my Sony uh, Xperia XZ review. And again, great phone, but I don't think it play. it's not a first-grade phone. If, if we're talking football teams, this isn't a first-grader. It's it's just off that. It's just below that because mm. the Xperia XZ is as a good phone. Doesn't have a quad HD screen. He uh, has a has a slower pro- or an older processor. Has a version uh, an older version of Android. So right away, if you could just sat this beside the Pixel, so Android to Android, you can think, okay, Google's got this. The only thing that Google doesn't have the Sony has is water resistant. So if you're wondering, okay. Am I going to pay top dollar for some features that are better on another phone, or what do I do? And then, then of course, that's not even that's just talking Android. That's not even bringing the iPhone into the picture. So, so what's going to happen? So I like your analogy. I'm going to take it one step further. I don't think we're talking first grade. I don't think we t-
0: think we're talking Test Match. I think we're talking kangaroos, right? Kangaroos is a small, much smaller group of people. Yeah. So you got Apple and Samsung are playing in the Test Match side right now. Yeah. These guys all want to be selected for their country. Yeah. Sony's only getting in cuz someone gets injured, right? Yeah. Google's
1: a chance of getting on the bench, right? Yeah. That's a good point. And actually. and Samsung yeah. is injured. Yeah. Right? That's that's a great point. Cuz well, cuz the note the note drama is going to open the door if if, if there's it's a couple like of
0: hammy in- injury, yeah, is, are they going to make yeah. it to
1: the next test? Yeah, absolutely right. I think if 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 you're an Android user, so take iPhone off the table for for, for a minute. If you want to stick with Android, I think the winner of all this is going to be the Google, Google Pixel. Because you're going to see
0: yeah.
1: I think Sam is it, it, someone who's an Android fan. They've seen the Note 7. Do they stick with Samsung or do they go to this really new device spec up? Yep. Do they go that path? I think that that's the it's going to favor, I think, Google this situation. Meanwhile, down in New South Wales Cup the
0: phones we talked about last week under four hundred dollars. So I just yeah. want to give you a quick anecdotal story uh before we wrap it up. Last week there's a the guy at the radio show that I do, the, the panel operator John John, he's a young bloke, I'm gonna say yeah. not twenty yet. I'm just gonna yeah. say young. Like he's probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. 18, 19, right? Yeah. He's he might be old, like, I don't know. Anyway. He's, he's got an old Galaxy S5 or something, and I've got phones coming in all the time. So I said, mate, have, yeah, have this, give it a go. I gave him the Oppo F1S. Yeah. That's a $259 phone, right? Came yeah. back the next day. Wow, he said. What about the fingerprint scanner? He goes, I've bootloaded it. I've put a better better operating <laughs> system on it because I didn't like that. Yeah. Anyway, so then the next week, next a couple of days later, I took him the R9S. Big, big screen because I thought yeah. maybe he wants the big screen. So or still Oppo, yeah. yeah wait yeah. for this, right? Last night, this is, he's, he's an idiot for a start because he hasn't, hasn't twigged to my whole game, but last night he comes and he goes, here's the phone's back. I went, oh, mate, you didn't need to bring it back so soon. He goes, no, no, I bought the F1S. He went to Optus, he's an amazing customer, and bought $259 and bought the Oppo F1S, right? Yeah. I said, "All oh, right." right. And he said to me, he said, look, the R9's just a bit too big for me yeah. and performance-wise I could tell it was better, I could tell it was snappier, but not enough to matter. Yeah. Now – that's, so that, that's that's, that's shopping, really it? interesting yeah. observation for yeah, me yeah. from someone who's clearly a little bit more savvy than than yeah. than the older generation. But this is if that's what the younger generation are thinking, then yes, yeah, Samsung's got some problems Ooh. because this is a stock vanilla Android, and I think people will love what Google's done yeah. with Android. And I think that if Oppo, Huawei, and again if Sony and Motorola play in that you know three to six hundred dollar price D, range yeah, no.
1: with good quality device great camera stock android they win they win it's huge favour it's interesting you mention oppo like i was, on my segment on with chris smith on gb yesterday we uh, someone called in i think we were someone asked about oh, look what what about this brand oppo are they any good and i said oh, well absolutely they got the f1s they got the r9 and we just then had a flood of emails and calls from people saying, "Yeah, I've got an Oppo, I love it." Yeah. So is- they're, they're like, people have got to realise that it's it's does it the world doesn't stop at Apple and Samsung. There's all these other choices, and we spoke about those under four hundred, which we, which you mentioned. They are the, the that's where people are playing. That the, the the bulk of the market is in that range. All these premium phones are good, but to your point, Sony and Moto and Google, they have got to realise that there's a healthy market just below where they're trying to be. Mm. And, and the
0: proof of that to me, I, I took the Moto Z, the Sony Xperia XZ and the Google Pixel on the Today Show yesterday and I was forced, as we always are, to say, just pick, pick your favourite child here. Yeah. And I went, I'm going the Sony. Because I would take the Sony out of those three because I actually really like the design of the Sony. I do like that Sony's camera. I think the, the autofocus and exposure is excellent yep. and I think the, sc- the screen's good. They make good screens. Yep. Out of those three, I would choose the Sony, but I'm also not spending $1,000. So... I, yeah, just, I just in reality if I only if I was out of this game and had to buy a phone I would not spend $1000 right.
1: I would spend 800 or 600 just, just on the Sony I think if my point I made in my review is that if you're if you're in the Sony family if you've got a PlayStation 4 you're in the family mm. it's suitable because you have yes. got your play, PS4 remote yeah. play the camera's great and if if you're in a quality if you want to take quality images big tick if you're into high-res audio, again it can play high-res yeah. audio. Another big tick. So, if you if you are if you appreciate quality in those areas, and you're already a Sony customer, then no brainer. There's your new phone. Uh, Stephen's
0: uh, Google Pixel and Sony Xperia XZ reviews are up now at TechGuide.com.au. You can read my Pixel review at eftm.com.au. You are listening to two blokes talking tech. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with
1: travel on. Stephen Now we already uh, are both Vodafone customers, mobile customers, yeah. mobile customers, and I. F- and we, ha- we have to say that now because next year it's all going to change. Absolutely, yeah. Well, the uh, it was a uh, surprise to read that uh, from next year, Vodafone is going to get into the fixed broadband market. I think the point that their CEO made—I uh, can't pronounce his name Iñaki Thank you. very nice man. Interviewed him last night, so I yeah. spent a lot of time practising. <laughs> yes, <is> practised. <laughs> well, the, the point he made that that we, know, yeah, obviously we all. We all want data. We got we're streaming our content and everything. And we it's a combination of our mobile data. And then when we're home on our on our home Wi-Fi. And he he made the point to say that customers are interchangeable with the technology, but the telcos aren't. Mm. So he wants to create this fixed broadband service, which will be part of the NBN fixed broadband service that will complement your mobile service. So I can imagine that this would be a deal where if you're a mobile customer, you're going to get a great deal on fixed fixed mobile yeah. as well, fixed broadband as well. So look, Telstra and Optus have offered bundles for
0: years, right? You have If you've got your home broadband and you have your mobile, you get a bit of a discount. So people are aware of the bundling. It's a very common thing. Vodafone, it was really interesting talking to Inyaki last night because there's two things I kind of took from the conversation, which was, firstly, this is not possible without the NBN, right? Because they don't want to do a deal with Telstra to resell the copper network and all that kind of stuff. So the NBN is a completely independent wholesaler and anyone can sell it. So Vodafone's just like everyone else in that sense. Mm -hmm. But here's what he said. He said, because we don't have legacy products, we we don't have we can be more price competitive. So basically, I took from that insinuation that let's say Ionet, let's say they've got a $59 ADSL plan. They're not going to offer a $39 NBN plan because all their ADSL customers are going to go, whoa, what, yeah, what are you doing here? Exactly, yeah. So basically, they're holding on to their profit margin in their ADSL business by creating a profit margin in the NBN that matches. Yeah. Whereas he's saying, we're just going to offer they've a great got, deal. They
1: got nothing. To He's no going to come
0: out to and just go. Here's our price, yeah. which is really interesting to me. Um, And and the other thing was that, yeah, the insinuation that it'll be, you know, in some way linked to the mobile, not just bundling, but, you know, maybe there'll be data sharing. Maybe there'll be a Telstra Air style, you know, Wi-Fi capability. Who knows?
1: I'm I'm envisaging just a massive pool of data you can use between your mobile and at home.
0: I think there'll be a limit. I would love that, but I think there'd there'd have to be a limit on on data usage on the mobile.
1: Maybe, but I think if you're a Vodafone mobile customer, obviously you're going to get looked after.
0: Well, there's no doubt about that, right? And here's the thing, they um, they've got you know a couple, a few million mobile
1: customers, five point five million actually. They're doing they? okay, yeah, they're
0: but right. I'm just going to say it's a few million because five point five million accounts yeah. does the not equal uh, yeah. customers in my view. There could be a lot of mobile broadband hotspots and things, but they've got great customer satisfaction. They've got great customer service. All they all they need to do is get a percentage of those people to to sign up. Absolutely. And and the, the tipping point is next year there'll be there'll be four million Aussie homes on the NBN, yeah. and then it obviously grows from then on. There's no date as to when this will happen. I asked him if it'll be January one. He said no. I said should we so go through? I said should we go through the <laughs> yeah, other three hundred sixty four days? He said no. <laughs> but you know, I'll look, it'll probably be late twenty seventeen to be honest. Yeah. But um, but yeah, if you are an NBN connected home, then you'll have the ability to sign up to Vodafone's home broadband. And you know what? This is a, a good reminder to people now when you're getting the NBN connected. Maybe don't sign up to 24-month contracts because the next 24 months is actually going to be the most
1: competitive yeah. uh, in broadband in some time. And I think Vodafone, we should mention, have, have kind of they've led the way in a few in the mobile space. I think they were the first to offer unlimited calls and texts. Yeah. They also had the $10 per gigabyte data add-on yeah. and the $5 a day roaming. My Mix, really you know, the ability yeah. to make your own plan. Yeah. Well, the $5 a day roaming, we're both big fans of that. Yeah. And, uh, it's, the, the again, them being first to market with those products and hopefully they'll have the same similar kind of uh, initiative with their fixed broadband. Yeah, I think they will and I think
0: we'll expect a real price shake-up. So details of that and on Stephen's website, techguide.com.au.
1: Two talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and
0: Stephen Fenwick. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear and uh, little Arlo Q just staring at us right here in the studio under Kylo Ren's arm. Is that Kylo Ren? Okay, just checking I got it right. I'm really not good with names. Uh, I know that bloke in the middle is Darth, but that's a stormtrooper, right? What's this bloke here?
1: That's the uh, the dark trooper from Rogue One. Okay, fair enough. Anyway, out in, in eight weeks.
0: Can't wait. Arlo um, uh, Q sitting here uh, because Stephen's worried that his kids are going to come in and mess with his toys. <laughs> and what the Arlo allows him to do is continuously record, so twenty four seven recording um, vo- vo- uh, audio and video, high definition. So from your smartphone, you can not only see but hear what's going on. You can have a two way conversation with the person that's in the room. If they're if the kids are on the PlayStation, say, "Oi, go and do the dishes." Um, but importantly, you've got twenty four seven monitoring. So if you wanted to have uh, a rollback, scroll back and find out what happened at a certain time, you can. Do that with the Arlo Q. Uh, the Arlo, A-R-L-O range of smart home security cameras available from Netgear at netgear.com.au. Well, speaking of PlayStation, as I just uh, mentioned here, as you're monitoring heavily, I see you're monitoring with the Arlo, the PlayStation VR. Yes. Um, we didn't speak about this last week no, we because we'd only just kind of got them and they were only it was only available on the day we recorded, but sold out already, so good luck, everyone. <laughs> no, need to talk about, it, right? But look, um there are going to be more shipments there. You might be lucky to get one before Christmas if you pre-order now, but I've gotta say mate, i my original feelings about PlayStation VR when I first used it, which was after you first used it with the Morpheus at Eva, yeah. um was that it was sensational. It was a game changer, and it still is because it's a great VR uh, headset, but it's the it's the movement. that that creates a whole new world. The Mm -hmm. fact that I can stand in a a fake uh, mechanics workshop doing a job and actually look around, move around, the fact that I can be in a shark cage and walk back and forward, left and right, the fact that in London heist I can stand behind a desk and duck and weave and, I mean, it is. You look
1: like a total goose when people are watching you do it, but it is a lot of fun.
0: Spot on, and um, and for five hundred forty nine dollars, it's ridiculous. Now let's do negatives again first, um, as we did with the Pixel. Uh, the, the the resolution wasn't as impressive as I remember it to be, mm-hmm. and maybe that's just because I was so overwhelmed with it first. But you know, I felt like I was watching through a fly screen. I feel like I can see the pixels right. So in in Drive Club which is obviously the first thing I wanted to play sitting game. in my race seat with my steering wheel looking around I've never driven so well in my life on a computer game I
1: won my race by the way I smashed I
0: it. it I lapped them yeah, I um, because Spaced because up the Ferrari a bit though. because you can look through the corner now yeah. uh, people don't
1: realize this and look in your rear view mirrors the, the side mirrors the rear view mirror if you don't do this and now when you your shoulder if, you, want if to.
0: you don't do this now when you're driving please take some driver training because <laughs> they actually teach you this you shouldn't be looking at the car ahead you should be looking at the road further ahead like' you're... you're your eyes will will look at what's ahead of you, but if you look further through the corner, you'll have a better run at okay, the corner. So, and when so racing, it. that's critical. So I'm able to look a little bit to the right on a right-hand bend where the normal PlayStation wouldn't be looking because it's just a fixed view out the front, yeah. and it really
1: changes so, the experience. So you wore the VR while you were sitting at the, yes. the wheel? because I just had the controller in oh. my head. Yeah, wow. I
0: oh, mean, this but was it, real. It, it is. I think. What, so what so people... I just felt that oh, I felt like I could see the pixels, right?
1: I, mean, oh, I didn't. I,
0: I I felt. It's like... amazing.
1: It looked good. I thought it looked pretty good, and uh, I like the demo disc you get with it. It gives you a nice taste of all the games, yeah. and I like the fact that there's so many titles from launch because they've been they've been developing this for like we used this a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good they've given developers plenty of lead time to come up with some really impressive games. There's like fifty titles at yeah, launch, which is be a couple of hundred. incredible. Um, the the thing for me is that it that we were talking about negatives. The cost of ownership is is pretty high. Like not not just the VR itself, which, which is reasonable. Five fifty is okay, but you've got to have a the, the PlayStation camera. Yeah. That's another eighty-nine bucks. Yeah. That doesn't come with the VR. I just think that if you look at there's two million
0: PlayStation 4s in Australia, yes. I reckon there's three hundred thousand that have got a camera already. Probably. So you're just
1: building your market But If that you way. want a VR, it's five fifty, add another eighty-nine bucks for the camera. And of course, you need to have a PS4. So, it, 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 if there's only if there's one negative you got to find, it's that there there are some little hidden cost there. Oh, uh, I know.
0: totally get that. I just yeah. think they they're smart. Retort to that is we're not actually selling to non PlayStation owners right now. We're, Absolutely, we're really yeah, selling to the to
1: the uninitiated, well, and, we, and we want pre, to bring. They've already converted the the customers are already gamers, and this is a great on ramp for people to experience virtual reality and not just looking at a photo in 360 degrees this is an environment created for vr we we got to remember that you know with samsung got their their gear vr and all these other all those other devices all these other vr headsets that you put a phone inside and you can watch a video and do those sorts of things this is that on steroids this is totally different it, the environment and and this is there's it, look, some if- games that, that, are, that are because you're immersed in them so much, I think you you uh your emotions are different in the game as well. I think that there's like there's games that they're like have you played here they lie and yeah. rush of blood there's some really seriously disturbing games where it's okay like playing them in a big room like this and you can sort of see side to side. but when you're immersed in VR there's you cannot see anything but the world you're in. Hmm. I think that's going to take the experience to another level.
0: Mate, if Sony's Gear VR with a smartphone and your eyeballs is. Figure skating in the, in the Winter Olympics. This thing is like ex, ex, extreme games, you know, level. Yes. This is like it's just it's, it's they're just so far apart. It's amazing, and it is brilliant. Like it's so hard to find negatives. I mean, Absolutely. that's that's but the oh, great yeah. thing about talking about negatives. It's hard to find them. I, I look. I took it to, to to Ue and and sat it in the in the green room and just let people play with it all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed people Shark Tank. Because so, that's the feeling where you can move around. And the London heist in the car, so the getaway. Because I think the getaway is amazing. Because you can open the door of the car, you can open the glove box, you can you can yeah. shoot the car, you can look out, you can look out, the door, can out the door behind you, and shoot,
1: shoot out the window. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's mean, great. It's insane. Well, it is good, but because uh,
0: the hands are in the game as well with the motion controllers. Yeah, well, the move controllers move again. Controllers again, you need those as well.
1: well. That's right. But can no, I, oh, I, can I, 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 can I please, if you're way? buying
0: a PlayStation VR, buy the move controllers because well, to, to use a, your hands, it's
1: ridiculous I in the game. It's the sort of thing where you go big or go home. If you're gonna, if you want to really enjoy it, then spend the money. Just tell your wife it was five hundred and forty-nine dollars. (laughs) Don't tell her about the extras. Just don't show her the credit card bill. But I've got a little confession to make. Playing those games I mentioned Here They Lie and and Rush of Blood, like I'm playing here in my theatre, okay, So, and I normally play at night by myself, okay, and because you got your headphones in, you got the earphones plugged in, you yeah. can't hear anything. Yeah. So anyone could come up behind you and go, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and you oh, just don't yeah, know what's yeah. going to happen. I lock the door. I locked the door that I'm in. When I'm in the room in this room, I can lock that door because I don't want anyone coming in and and tapping me on the you shoulder. I'd be just, I'm just, going to just go to. through the ceiling. So that's the other sort of. And I'm thinking, like, I, I, want, I want to play this, but. Well, I think my son was out and he wasn't home yet, and I'm, I'd be on the VR and he, he disturbed me. I, did, I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to right. risk it. Can we, can
0: we plot the RLOQ vision? <laughs> I actually did video myself. I put it on Twitter and and I videoed myself yeah. doing a bunch of stuff. And to be honest, um, I, the last game I played it was on the demo disc. I think it was no, it might have been a different game. It's this kind of uh, it might be rigs where you're kind of a machine and you're walking yeah, it's around. Re, it's and rigs mate, mechanized. you're, you're yeah. walking around and you it's walk like through this thing. thing,
1: mate. I took the headset off. No, nah, that's that's it. I felt dizzy. What out. about you want to be dizzy I think there's a demo on the demo disc is Eve Valkyrie No no not happening because it's like a, it's like a flight like you're flying a spacecraft but I feel car sick after a bloody car racing drive club <laughs> Well, that's it, it, that's a good point. Actually, we should mention the fact that, and you told me this earlier, that anyone—it's not recommended for anyone under twelve. It's it shouldn't be used. Not recommended. It
0: shouldn't yeah. be used by kids under twelve. Wow. So, and that that applies to gear VR, everything, right? Yeah. I see I see people in the street giving kids, and Rob, our uh, our good listener, down in Goulburn, sent me a photo. He was in Sydney recently, and he took a photo of like the tram information people have got kids wearing VRs to learn about trams. I'm like, get them off! Now look, I'm not being a narc. I'm just saying that the recommendation from yeah. the specialists is kids under 12 shouldn't be using it and my kids would love to use it, don't get me yeah. wrong. But why, the whole why thing Why is that there
1: though? Know, why do you think that is, is though?
0: So I haven't obviously spoken to a specialist, but reading in reading what I have, it's because kids are still developing. Their eyes, their brain still developing. And if you create this weird disconnection between the real world, and also it, it messes with their eyes because they're yeah. they're they're not looking forward. Their 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 focal points. Oh, everything's yeah, just wow. being screwed with, right? So it's it's yeah. it's a, it's an, it's a risk. And yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like you know what, kids. Trust me, if I'm still doing this in five years, the next thing will be even better. So
1: don't worry about it. Like it's all good. <laughs> so how soon before what, well, Jackson? will He won't be twelve for another few years yet. You know, three no, three. Another two years. Two, years, two right. and a half years. So Jeez, So they must be looking at dad saying, "Geez, dad, let us play, will you?" But you can't, mate. They got you enough. They got
0: enough bloody toys, so it's all good. <laughs> but anyway, look, this thing is sensational. I couldn't recommend it highly enough. It is, to be honest, I can't imagine something topping it for Christmas gift. What, what's
1: what's Microsoft going to do? What's Xbox well, going to do?
0: Well, I think they're just going to wait it out. You think about it, right? This is this is going to be. Uh, it's not. People aren't going to rush out and buy the whole thing, right? Mm.
1: So so what they're losing out here is just just PlayStation users, right? You I don't think... To, sorry, you've got to remember that PlayStation are also going to release their Pro um, yeah. version of the PS4 in a couple of weeks. Yeah.
0: I think Microsoft is going to t- tread water. And, and you know, probably a small, small bump on the radar for them until Hololens is ready for for a similar yeah, Xbox Holo, integration.
1: Hololens is five grand, like it's, yes, but that's it's, now. It's,
0: I'm yeah, talking right. two years Well, I'm talking in two four, years, they will four, announce an Xbox
1: Hololens for yeah. eight hundred bucks that will blow your mind. If if they get started now, it's going to take eighteen months to come to market with with launch titles. So it's. You know what, I'm just going to – I have to interrupt because my phone's ringing and I've noticed this now twice.
0: I think – and I may be wrong, but I think Google, Pixel, is using Google to work out who's calling.
1: I think it could also come from your email, from Gmail as well. Influ- no, iPhone does that as well. iPhone, oh, No, but iPhone. you get a call and underneath it says could be such and that, such. It doesn't say could be. So I, I rang a
0: 1-800 number yesterday, Did you? Um, a customer service. <laughs> one, it was not a <laughs> double a double five. And, and while I was on the phone, it changed from the number to the company. Uh-huh. I, I'm going to yeah, check yeah. that. But I think that anyway, we digress badly. So I think in two and a half years, Xbox will launch a headset that is augmented reality. With,
1: with the HoloLens technology in, on board. Yeah. That no, will no, that smash PlayStation out of the market. So they'll do like a gaming version of HoloLens. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Thank you. Oh, thanks, Stephen. <laughs> uh, our PlayStation VR reviews available at eftm.com.au
1: and techguide.com.au. <laughs> Well, the mobile market, we've been talking about smartphones for quite some time. And the, and when people buy their smartphones and not enter a contract, it gives them a lot of choices when it comes, outright, to, folks. Uh, when it comes to a mobile plan. Because don't forget, if you, you've got a phone, you need to you need a SIM card as well. And our good mates at Google, at Google not Google, at Kogan Mobile... Have uh, are celebrating their first birthday? Would you believe it's already a year since they partnered with Vodafone? You know, it's a the year. it's the oldest Kogan Mobile they've ever had. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> first one didn't last a year. Kogan Mobile, yeah, that's right. They did have a, a previous incarnation, didn't they? But yes. K- Kogan Mobile partnered with Vodafone a year ago, and they're offering a really interesting uh, new deal to entice customers to their to their service. And I think for the first for the the deal is this. You get a twelve gig, uh, twelve gig of data, unlimited calls, unlimited texts, for four dollars ninety. Oh, it's ridiculous, that's, right? That's and that's the headline, but you read the fine print; it does say that that's for the first thirty days, and then it reverts to forty nine ninety per month after
0: yeah. that. But, I mean, this, it's still great. It's still if good. you see, this is the thing: the prepaid people on prepaid. Have the ability to shop around. That's the number one advantage of being on prepaid. So the fact that you can go to Kogan this month, and I don't think you're going to change after one month, but okay, after two or three, just find another great deal. There's always great deals out there, and so why not cop twelve gig for five bucks?
1: Five bucks. That's awesome. And and I think what what this is doing is it's building awareness of, of the 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 value that's out there. I think you, it's it's pretty simple. If you own your phone, you're in charge. If you don't own your phone, you're on a plan, the telco's in charge. Mm. So if you want that sort of control, I think it'd be worth spending the money up front, buying your device, owning your device, and then shopping around. Because in the long run, you're going to save money, and you're also going to have a plan that meets your needs. Because you sign up for a two-year contract today- Who's to say what your, your your usage and your your needs will be That's in 12 right. months' time? Yeah. That could be outdated. I, I do know a lot of people getting off an of iPhone uh, 6 plans that signed up to 5 gig a month, which at the time was enormous. Now it wouldn't last them a week. So having that flexibility, owning your device – is, is important and it, it gives you then access to deals like this Kogan mobile deal where you get a lot of, a lot of data, a lot of value for your money.
0: Happy birthday, Kogan Mobile. $4.90, great deal. Um, hopefully we'll uh, see another deal in uh, 12 months from now if you make it uh, <laughs> two years. No, they will. There's no drama there. They, They're
1: flying. I like K- yeah, Kogan yeah. Mobile. They
0: struggled the first time round, but that was because wow. of a third-party uh, provider in the middle. But this time they've partnered up with Vodafone and they'll do very well. So happy birthday and good luck to everyone who uh, takes uh, the $4.90 recharge deal. Well, this was an interesting one to me because often we get a, a press release or whatever, and um, you kind of you got to you got to make a decision what you can do. You can't write about everything, you can't talk about everything, so it's just a
1: tough thing. But I kind of got prodded a few times to look at this app called Kodak Moments. Have, I've been prodded too, and, and I've got to say I haven't done anything, but um uh, after what after what I've heard about it mm. and what you're about to say yeah. I could be tempted to do so something so Co-
0: you know Kodak I kind of go I feel like it's just one of those kind of um, um, brands that just get sold now to other people but it's um Kodak Moments is the name of the app
1: I nearly couldn't find yeah, it You nearly <laughs> couldn't find it on my website I couldn't
0: find it. um Now, the reason I was a bit blur about it is because it felt like it was just another social network, right? When you open it and you upload a photo, it's kind of like Instagram. You're just putting photos on Instagram. It's a bit different because it kind of says to you, what do you want to remember about this photo in five years? It's a little bit more inspirational like that, but essentially, it is another social networking app with two big differences. Firstly, the photos are uploaded in full quality. So. Full resolution. So you uploaded to Kodak server, yes. so it's
1: Kodak's cloud. When
0: you add your photo to Kodak Moments, it's uploading the whole photo. Yes. It's there as a full resolution because when you put it on Instagram or Facebook, they get compressed, yes. and that's that's good for storing memories. But and it's great for as a social network to kind of look back. But I don't see it taking off in that way. What really matters about this is the ability to print. You can print from the app. Right, So you go, okay, I want uh, I want some 6 by 4s of this. I want a canvas of that. I want this one on a mug. I want to make a photo book. You can draw from moments that you've uploaded to, to Kodak already. You can pull down your Instagram and Facebook if you want. And then bingo, it gets printed in Melbourne at Kodak's Labs in Melbourne and sent to you within a couple of days. Actually, really good value. It's like 15 cents for a 6x4 print, a couple of bucks for postage. You get 30 or 40
1: photos printed. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. Yeah, I think. Uh, See, so one one thing that you know, obviously Kodak was a massive company in at the during the film days of, mm-hmm. of photography. Uh, I think that they're obviously staying relevant in the digital age. But one thing that we don't do that we did when, when Kodak was was selling film and we had film cameras, you had no choice but to have your That's photos right. processed. We were all just carrying around negatives, going, "Oh, these are nice." That's right. So yeah, you, you printed your photos. The, the The issue with digital photography now is that. I think it's, the figure is something like 7% of all photos taken or ever printed. I think it's even less, lower, the, the oh, figure. Yeah. It's really low. Yep. So here is Kodak playing to their strengths once again, Obviously, giving you the opportunity to take some great photos, but also to print them out and to put them in a frame and to keep them as as you would uh, as you would have done beforehand. And you know, as many
0: people do now, there's there's canvas prints, there's photo books, yeah. there's a whole bunch of things.
1: It's a great gift as well, isn't it? If it it is. It's an it awesome
0: gift. gift. Yeah. My my wife makes a uh, kind of a um, a calendar every year of photos for one of the grandparents, and it's just a great way to do it. And I think the thing is, you've got all these um, photos stored on your smartphone. What are you doing with them? You're going and to forget where there. they are. Yeah, yeah. The intelligence is getting great. You can now search, like, yeah. I can search my Google Photos for red car and I find all the red cars I've driven. Yeah. You know, I can search for Harrison and I find all the Harrison photos. It's all very easy to do, but um, there is something very special. We've got a couple of um, what they call poster candies where we've printed out our Instagrams yeah. in the house. They're really, really nice. They're nice.
1: And they look good in your home too. They're lovely memories. Yeah. And yeah. I, think,
0: I think Kodak's um, smart here because, they, you know, let's not kid ourselves, they missed the digital age. They struggled, right? But to come back now looking at at the, the printing aspect of it from the smartphone is critical. This graph I found the other day is is just staggering. I've got my phone in, in portrait-only mode. But that's digital camera sales uh-huh. over the years. It's just plummeted. Digital camera sales have plummeted, right, because we're just going, I don't need a buddy camera. I've got a smartphone. You got a phone. We'll, you've got 10,000 yeah, photos in your yeah. smartphone. How many of them can you
1: show people with, with ease at home? Print them out, folks. Put them yeah. up on the wall. That's why the only like <coughs> companies like Canon, are, they're seeing – Obviously, sales of digital SLRs, are the, so the, the high-end cameras are still doing very well because your smartphone, I don't think, will ever replace a DSLR. No. geez, they're trying it, hard, though, aren't they? Well, they are, but I, I think that true photographers aren't going to just have a phone in their pocket. They're going to have a, a decent camera. But uh, you're right. They, they try, try to find just a little compact camera nowadays. You, you can't do it because the, the phone – the, the camera on your phone is better than anything that was on the market in that in that category, so yeah. all good. The, the quality now we're seeing, well, look, this Sony Xperia XZ's got a 23-megapixel camera on board. That's real crazy. And so buying a camera any less than that, you're going to pay good money for a, a camera that's probably not as good as what's already on a phone. Kodak Moments is what it's called. I've got the details
0: at eftm.com.au. Two blokes
1: talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech With
0: well, Stephen, gee whiz, those bacon legs have inspired us to <laughs> one of uh, one of our great shows. We're giving solid value to our audience here as well, um, with a with a world record time—not quite world record, but uh, we are really pushing it. But that's okay because we still have two minutes to go. Yes, which really means about six or seven if we're off so fast, Stephen.
1: Stephen's minute reviews, and this one. Honestly, looks great on the on the desktop, folks. Absolutely, yeah. This is the Samsung CF five nine one uh, curved monitor. It's twenty seven inches, full HD. Really nice design. The the bezel on the outside is almost non-existent. So you all you're seeing is a screen. Now, having a curve on a monitor is different to having a curve on a television. For a start, curve on a TV, you're sitting a few meters away from it, and it's okay. But a curve on a monitor where you're sitting half a metre away from it really makes a bit of Mm. a big difference, especially if you're watching a movie or playing a game. So it does have that real immersive effect. Um, You you can connect, obviously, your computers. You can connect – I connected a Blu-ray player. You connect a gaming console. So it can be a multi-entertainment device apart from being just a computer monitor. The design is really slick as well. The back's white. It's got a nice silver uh, bezel on the front. And uh, it's it's easy to tilt up and down. Swiveling it side to side is, is a little bit tough. You have got to actually move the whole compute, the whole monitor, if you need to sort of view it at an angle. Uh, but apart from that, I think uh, good quality. So it's got full HD resolution. Picture quality, you got a 3,000 to 1 contrast ratio. So you, you know, I watched Blu-ray movies on this, played a couple of games on it. So it, it did look really good, really, really nice black levels as well. And if you're a gamer, which is really important, it's got AMD FreeSync technology. So it syncs to the same refresh rate as the content you're streaming in. So that extra, there's no latency. So if you're playing a game, uh, that makes all the difference. So they've really t- looked after that. It's also got eye saver mode. So uh, it, it can it can reduce that blue light emission and The flickering, so so your eyes don't get too tired, but overall, I think uh, it, the one one probably downside of it is it's, it's a bit expensive. It's like five hundred and fifty dollars so for a full HD only. That's terrible. Full HD only. Yeah, if it was a, a quad HD or four K monitor, then uh, it has you, to be you have quad it. HD to get it. Is yeah. it twenty seven inch? It's twenty seven inch. Yeah, here, for so twenty seven inch I struggle to use something that's only H D. Yeah, that, that that's probably the only downside of it, I think, is that is that it's expensive. Pretty, pretty critical downside. The, the, the other downside is that I, I think they could have put they could have put a USB port in it and maybe some maybe a second HDMI port to make it a multi multi use device. But uh, apart from that, I, I quite liked it. It's uh five forty nine ninety five, the twenty seven inch C F five nine one from Samsung.
0: Two blokes talking tech. Two
1: blokes talking. You're listening to two blokes talking tech with
0: Trevor Long and Stephen. Hey Stephen, uh, a
1: little uh, little portable drive, a pocket drive. Yeah, the iPocket Drive is let's just call it a USB drive for your iPhone. On one end is a is a regular USB uh, port, so you can plug, so you can put it into your computer, drag and drop all your content. On the other side is a Lightning plug, so it can stick straight into your iPhone or your iPad. Now, getting content on and off an iPhone and iPad isn't the easiest thing in the world, but imagine having this device with all your favorite content so you can simply plug it into your iPhone or iPad. The app automatically opens up so you can then see uh, a file or all your files, whether they're your movies, your your videos, sorry, your photos, your music are all accessible uh, from the iPocket Drive. So it's great if you're going on a trip, uh, it, it is an easy way to access all your content, you can carry it around with you, it's pretty small, it can, can fit in your fit in the palm of your hand. It does then uh, it does as soon as you connect it, it does give you a link to the app store to download the companion app so that uh, and every time you connect it, it also opens it up automatically as well. Uh, it's available in three capacities: eight gig, sixteen gig, thirty-two gig, price at $40, forty, forty-five, and fifty-five dollars, respectively. And it's from our mates at simtechtech.com. Check
0: it out, techguide.com.au. <laughs>
1: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking
0: Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen. Well, that's a wrap, Stephen. Episode 274 uh, done and dusted uh, here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear. We will um, we'll have to work out exactly. Oh my God, no! I was just <laughs> going to request bacon and eggs this
1: week, no, no, but I'm we've got either. a huge breaking news story. <laughs> I'm not here. I'm on. A, taking my wife and I are taking a little holiday. Can you come back and give me bacon and eggs? <laughs> yes. yeah, of course I can. We go no, next week next week. No, not next just pop week. Back. Not next week. I can't, but we're going to take a little break next week and we'll be back the following week. So it'll be early November when we record our next episode.
0: I'm I'm actually more disappointed about the bacon and eggs than the <laughs> podcast.
1: Well we're going to be in Hawaii, so it should be a lovely week away. Me and my my beautiful wife.
0: Rightio, fine. I'll let you go. You're married and it's anniversary and whatnot. Good luck to you. Uh, have a great trip, mate. We'll be back in a couple of weeks here on Two Blokes Talking To I'll see you then.
1: Aloha. <laughs> <laughs>